Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to E-Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 411. Our pre-Thanksgiving episode. You know, you wait for it every year. It's your favorite episode of the year. It's mine too. Because it's the only one of its time. Time? Anyway. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have some new tunic. We have some new gun grave. Uh, all of that over at the uh, Jason's Group Machine website about all the new stuff we got because uh, you know we're taking it easy man we're taking it nice and slow because uh we've worked hard we deserve it you and i not the other people just you and me those other people they don't matter it's fine uh what are we gonna do we're gonna read some reviews for final fantasy adventure we're gonna read some weird news of course and we're going to get into Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. A, uh... <clears throat> I feel tragically underappreciated game in the old Final Fantasy-verse. I think that's how we say it. Pretty sure. It is or isn't. No matter. Let's move on. is dying. Cold winds blow, fire rages, trees are withering. In other words, it's brutal out there. Only you can stop the Dark King from consuming the light from the crystals of Earth. But don't think it'll be a walk in the park. You're up against the sleaziest of slime bags, the evilest of ecto scum. We're talking serious monsters here. This isn't your basic shoot em into smithereens kitty game either. You have to think your way out of some tough spots. Think you can handle that? says the back of the box to Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, a role-playing game from Squaresoft, released in 1992, also known as Mystic Quest Legend and Final Fantasy USA Mystic Quest. Um, 
This is a game I played a lot when I was a kid. I, I have a copy of it. I really enjoy this game. And as far as I know, Square hasn't got the boneheaded idea to remake this one 87,000 times. It is very different from other Final Fantasies. Uh, it is, um, gameplay-wise, it's, it's very slimmed down. It's much easier. There's two people in your party. One of them can be computer-controlled. Uh, weaknesses and strengths are very apparent, very obvious. There's not nearly as many battles. There's no random battles. Uh, it's much shorter. Um, overall, it's it's just a simplified game. It was kind of supposed to be an introduction to role-playing games for a lot of people. And for what it is, it does that just fine. Um, what I think gets overlooked because of that, because of its simplicity, is just how fun of a game it can be. It's got some really good graphics, really good music, the story's not terrible. Like, there is nothing wrong with this game at all. Give it a try. Maybe you like it. Kidok reviews Final Fantasy Adventure. Where are we? There's an Android version, an iOS version, and a Vita version. PlayStation Vita. Who? Who would? Well, I mean, I get this game for that platform makes sense. Cause why? You know what I mean. Uh, let's see. Any of our usual contributors? Vegeta is here. Full review. Gave it an eight. that one. Our good friend Walker, Walker Bo is here. And that's it. So we need to find some unusual suspects. Take that one. And that one. And we'll start with the third and work our way to the onest. Onest? Wonded? Andy, 007 in 2000. Maybe we I think we've read an Andy review. We read somebody 007 not too long ago. But Andy says, Not much like any Final Fantasy I've played. Dot, 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 dot. Gameplay, 8 out of 10. Hmm, I like RPG games. 
I like ATM machines, but I don't think this game really fits the kind of RPG I like to play. The game is alright, you walk around killing monsters and finding places. This game isn't really a long RPG like some other RPGs like Pokemon. The weapons, magic, and armor are awesome. It's good to know that this game has some weapons with different abilities. I like the weapons. This game is sort of like Zelda Link's Awakening. That was a sentence. I like the weapons, comma. This game is sort of like Link's Awakening. But I wish instead of enemies walking around you, you interfere like in Pokemon. But this game can be addictive in some ways. You could desperately want to go to other towns or continue your game. I desperately do. Graphics, 9 out of 10. The graphics don't stink! If you compare the graphics to a game like Pokemon, this game has almost as good graphics. Except there isn't any battle animation. Which gives this game a 9 in this category. But I like the fields and caves because you're able to tell what's what. <coughs> Excuse me a second. I'm, I'm going to look something up. Pokemon Green came out in 1996. This came out in 1991. Okay. There's no, there's no battle animations in Pokemon. I just realized, having barely played Pokemon. Sound 5. I don't like the sound in this game. Zelda Link's Awakening has better music and sound effects. I think Final Fantasy Adventure has limited sound. This category really brings down my score for FF Adventure. Story, 6 out of 10. Save the mana tree. This probably sounds very pathetic. The magical boss guy wants to destroy the mana tree, but you have to save it. I don't know why the programmers of this game made such a weird story. Most of the other Final Fantasies have better stories. I don't see a point in playing this game when I think of the story. I'm enjoying this, Andy. Thank you. Overall, 7 out of 10. This game is probably about $20 now. I don't know. It's up to you to buy this game or not. It may be fun to replay, but you'll have to try out a little of this game and then buy it. The story and sounds are bad. This is not really a that good of a RPG, but better than some Game Boy RPGs. Andy gave it a 7. Good job, Andy. <clears throat> Next up, Jaws, with a Z, 2001, says, Sorry, but this game just did not live up to my expectations. Graphics 8. For a Game Boy game this old, this was the only thing that kept this rating out of the basement. The only bad part of this is some monster animation and fight scenes are a little weak. Sound 3. The sound on Game Boy is never good anyway, and these tunes just get annoying. If you like mindless tunes of other games, then this will keep you going. I never really liked the sound of most games, and this was no exception. Doesn't like any... Uh, most? I don't know. <clears throat> a lot of good music on the Game Boy, ladies and gentlemen. Fun Factor 4. Number 1, this game was way too easy. Monsters could mostly be killed with one hit. Bosses should have been monsters, not bosses. Too easy for me. I might entertain... It might entertain a first grader, but not me. Excuse me. After you level up to a certain part, you can almost walk through the game. Just carry a few elixirs around and keep using cure. The girl is nice to have because she can cure you anytime. Also, see, the game wasn't easy for you. You just, like, healed, tanked it all the way through. Didn't You probably didn't really do a whole lot of fighting. That's my guess. Gameplay 5. The different weapons were nice, but the story and lack of challenge really hurts here. If you think this game was hard, then maybe you should think about exactly how good of a gamer you are? Question mark? 
Overall 5. I think for an easy, mindless game for that long road trip, this will work. I think if you are looking for a challenge, though, get something like Final Fantasy Legend 2 for Game Boy. That took me almost three times longer to beat. A better game? I say yes. Summary, this is not a Final Fantasy game. It is the first in the Secret of Mana games. Secret of Mana had a much better storyline and gameplay. Hey, I wonder if that Super Nintendo game may be better than the Game Boy game. The limited spells in FFA really hurt it. The only hard part is the desert when you're trying to find the cave. This took me all of 20 minutes to find. That was the hardest thing to find in the game. The fact that the best shield is next to impossible to get unless you are really lucky is a very bad thing too. At least you don't have to wander around looking for money a whole bunch. That is the only bad thing about Final Fantasy Legend 2. Cash is hard to come by. If you are a diehard Psalm fan, I would recommend that you try it anyway, but if not, then save your money and buy something worthwhile. If you are stuck with FFA, I would be glad to help if you send me an email. Sure. Sure, Jaws. Jaws gave it a five. And finally, Walker Bow 2003 says, A game that is definitely worth spending 40 bucks on. He begins, Being an RPG fan, I was most displeased that there could be RPGs on Game Boy that I had not played. I don't consider the Pokemon games RPGs. You know, Walker, I'm with you. And I immediately embarked on a great quest to rectify that situation. Unfortunately, this was back in 1997 through 97. I don't think he meant that. When most of the RPGs for Game Boy were next to impossible to find, even used. However, the force must have been with me, for I had been successful, with some assistance from friends, in finding all three installments of the Final Fantasy Legend series. Oh, good for you. I resolved to find Final Fantasy Adventure, if possible, and play it. It was in early spring of 98, or maybe late winter, when my efforts were rewarded. At my loca... Noel Game Exchange, I found Final Fantasy Adventure for about 40 big ones. It was not, as I had been led to believe, part of another series of RPGs for Game Boy, but in fact the predecessor, or maybe sequel, question mark, to Secret of Mana for SNES. I forget which, but I'm pretty sure it's a prequel. <clears throat> anyway, I bought it, played it, beat it, and now can express my opinion, which has had time to grow since I last reviewed. Uh, yes, Walker first reviewed in 2001 and updated this almost exactly to the day in 2003. Uh, gameplay, 10 out of 10. The game features some Zelda-esque puzzles, though none quite so challenging as in the Zelda games. It's more a sort of hit this switch to do this and walk in this particular area to open the door type of thing. You might have to lure a monster onto a switch to get a door to open here and there, but that's kind of rare. The hero of the game is accompanied by no more than one ally, and unlike Secret of Mana, the player can actually take control of that other ally. Fortunately, fortunately, the ally's AI isn't too bad, and you can always ask your ally for assistance. Some will heal your wounds, recover your magic, or just give you advice. The hero has many weapons at his disposal, and most of them possess special abilities that the hero can use when his willpower meter is at its max. He can throw spears and axes that and axes, axes. I think Walker needed a new keyboard. Um, and flails have a much longer range when used at full power. Then, of course, you have a variety of spells that will help you on your quest. Control, 10 out of 10. The game's controls are quite simple and generally work well. Magic and items are used with the B button, while the A button makes you use whatever weapon you have equipped. I'm sure you know what the D-pad does. 
Audio, 10 out of 10. Final Fantasy Adventure features some excellent music. When the story is at a sad moment, i.e. the death or departure of a friend, the music is sad. On the world map, there are two, count them, two themes. Both are adventurous and upbeat. Towns have a peaceful melody, and after you complete one character's task, his hometown has the sorrowful melody he plays on his lute. Battle themes, there are three, are nice and up-tempo as well. And even though there's no percussion accompaniment, they really don't need any. The sound effects are not the greatest, but they get the job done well enough. Players of the Final Fantasy Legends games will recognize a fair few of them. <clears throat> he gave it a 10, said there were some problems. Walker, you can't do that, man. Story 10 out of 10. The land is in chaos, threatened by an evil warlord who seeks the power of mana with which to rule the world. At his side stands the mysterious wizard Julius, whose motives are his own. You, the hero, are a gladiator who was held prisoner by the Dark Lord and forced to fight daily for his entertainment. One day, you escaped and overheard the plan to seize the power of mana. Then you were seen and chased to the edge of a waterfall, where you were thrown to your death. Or so your enemies believed. The quest truly begins when you encounter a mysterious young woman and save her from monsters. Then your quest will take you across strange new lands to find the key to defeating the evil that threatens the world. Overall, 10 out of 10. This is an excellent game even if its story has been used in many forms over the years. It just draws you in a, and if you like it, it keeps you there until the end. The music might have a hand in it, but as I've always said, music is an important part of a good RPG. I don't think that needed a but. I think that needed an and, Walker. Walker gave it a 10. <clears throat> Looking at some of the other reviews, there's uh, not a lot of low ones. That five is the lowest one out of everybody. A lot of people comparing it to Zelda. A um, couple people, Secret of Mana. Mostly Zelda, though. Mostly Zelda. <clears throat> And a lot of people giving it nines and tens. And and you know what? I kind of agree. I think this is a really good game. Uh, I've played through it, I think, four times now. Recorded it twice for fun twice. And I think it's a very solid game. I think everything that you need it to do, it does. I think the graphics are really good. I like the music. You guys heard some of it last week. Um, the story's good. It's basic mana-ish story. Bad guy wants to destroy the world. You gotta stop him. So, you know, if there's a tree, if there's a boat, if there's a magical uh, chalkboard eraser, it doesn't matter. That's the MacGuffin. Don't worry about that. <clears throat> the MacGuffin isn't important. The MacGuffin is the thing that everybody wants to get. Right? What they do with it is what you're concerned about, not it itself. So, I, you know, there's... Really, nothing wrong. There's, there's some translation issues. Uh, there's a late game dungeon where if you don't have any keys, you can't progress. They like stick a locked door right at the very end. And my first time playing through, uh, we didn't have any. We used them all and we didn't run into any situations where we needed anymore. So I wasn't worried about it. And then boom, locked door. So we had to leave, go find a town, buy a key, and then go back. It's not the game's fault. I just think if you're going to stick a locked door in a dungeon, you should provide a key in same same said dungeon. But that's a Zelda thing. Um, <clears throat> I think I would give this eights across the board, but I would give gameplay a nine because it is just fun to play. It's just a fun little game. And 
uh, yeah, totally recommend. about that not having 30 something minutes or views huh it's kind of nice isn't it let's read some news see how much news we got our lead story the firearm obsession oh this is about america dr jason gladwell an orthodontist in raleigh north carolina yeah see has a catchy new promotion going w-r-a-l tv reported r-a-l raw tv for raleigh uh, grins and glocks, ladies and gentlemen. Patients who sign up for Invisalign braces can choose between a free Glock, $500 plus retail, or a membership to Youngsville Gun Club and Range. The deal is open only to those 21 and older, and the club will conduct a background check on the recipients. Dr. Gladwell has received mixed reactions to the come on. Notably, Align Technology, who makes Invisalign, isn't happy. Quote, this promotion does not reflect our brand purpose. Um, why not just give him the 500 bucks off the treatment? How about that? They get something. You get to seem like a good guy. Invisalign's not calling you. 
Animal antics, ladies and gentlemen. A cargo flight on its way from New York to Liege, Belgium, was forced to turn around on November 9th after a horse escaped its stall, CNN reported. The pilot alerted Boston Air Traffic Control that while the flight was not impeded, quote, we cannot get the horse back secured. Oh, they were trying to secure its back. That's the problem. They also requested a veterinarian meet the plane at JFK Airport as the horse was, quote, having difficulty. Later, the plane resumed its journey and arrived in Belgium the next morning. Where's the horse? It's a pretty important part of the story. You left it out. This section is just called Florida. I like that they've embraced it. Just Florida. In West Palm Beach, Florida, on November 9th, Kelly Jacobson was heartbroken after officers led away her pet pig, Porkchop, during an eviction. WPTV reported that animal care and control officers actually had to drag the pig as he weighs 400 pounds and can't really walk. They plan to gain custody of Porkchop and get him the dietary care he needs. Jacobson has been cited twice before for neglecting his needs, but she said she would do whatever I have to do to make him better. I need him. That was a quote. Meanwhile, Rudy Wilcox, also for Florida, he's 45 and in Clearwater, was observed defecating on a deceased possum. On November 15th, according to the smoking gun, officers with the Clearwater Police Department said he was, quote, in full view of the monitoring public during busy traffic times. And while Wilcox denied the accusations, officers found, quote, physical evidence to support the charges. Just one question. What would have happened if the possum were only playing possum? <gasps> Wilcox was jailed, says the smoking gun, I guess. Uh, it would continue to play possum in that situation, I believe. That is what they do. Police reports. When a game warden pulled over a pickup truck near Lubbock, Texas on November 8th, the driver and passenger... Sorry, it's just a story about Lubbock. The driver and passenger obligingly waited with the deputy while the Texas Parks and Wildlife officer searched the vehicle, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram reported. And at one point, one point, the driver asked for permission to retrieve a burrito and a 44-ounce drink from the cab, telling the officer that he, quote, did not have any drugs or anything in the vehicle. Ah, but how about that big drink? When the officer removed the lid from the cup, he found an orange bag inside with five grams of methamphetamine. The driver was taken into custody. Should have just went for the burrito, man. Uh, Lubbock. Story about Lubbock. Look up um, Tom Todd Snyder. Todd Snyder and Lubbock. It's a good story. Weird science, ladies and gentlemen. Charlie Curtis of Toronto, Canada, developed Crohn's disease in 2014, Yahoo News reported. It's a big, big story for Yahoo News, I guess. And bad news for Charlie. Although he took medicine, Curtis was hospitalized with his symptoms and had to visit the bathroom multiple times a day. He tried a new therapy, do-it-yourself poop transplants using his mother's fecal matter. Fecal microbia transplants, or FMTs, are typically performed by a doctor and involve collecting feces from a healthy donor, mixing it with a saline solution, and inserting it in the patient's gastrointestinal tract through an enema. But Curtis's DIY transplants had an unexpected side effect. Excuse me. Over the four years they did the procedure, Curtis experienced sweating, hot flashes, and mood swings, his mom's menopause symptoms. Doctors believe hormones in his mom's fecal matter most likely were to blame. When I was actually doing the procedure, Curtis said, I'd feel tingling inside of me. It felt healthy. It felt like it was working. Thanks, Yahoo News, for that hard-hitting reporting. 
Meanwhile, Kelsey Hatcher and her husband Caleb of Dora, Alabama, have three kids under eight and a busy life, WVTM13TV reported. This is what digital TV gets you. It's too many letters in the call sign. Kelsey already knew she had the unusual condition of having two uteri and two cervixes and when she became pregnant for a fourth time. Uh, when she, excuse me. But when she had her first sonogram last spring, she discovered something amazing. She has two babies on the way, one in each uterus. OBGYNs go their whole careers without seeing anything like this. Shweta Patel, Kelsey's doctor said. Shweta? Shweta? S-H-W-E-T-A. I'm reading that, Shweta. Uh, the pregnancy is getting the hatchers a lot of attention, which Kelsey isn't all that comfortable with. Both babies are girls and are due on Christmas Day. Doctors said they could be born hours, days, weeks apart. Who knows? Years, states, time zones. How do you... I mean, you don't want that attention? How do you think the menopause dude feels? Hi on Christmas. Henry Mead, 40, was busy spreading the Christmas spirit on November 11th in Tazewell, Tennessee, Fox 59 TV reported. Mead was operating Santa's train, a riding lawnmower pulling a cart with children and families at the town's Christmas tractor parade in November. And they think liberals have a war on Christmas. But visitors thought Mead was acting erratically and reported him to the police. He subsequently failed a sobriety test, and officers found a syringe, meth, and other narcotics in his possession. He is charged with possession and driving under the influence. I wonder if he knows Steve. Steve knows his rights. Look that up. Story of awesome Kathy Magruder, who operates the Page Turner's Bookstore in Indianola, Iowa. See, Iowa couldn't even come up with a good Iowa name for an Iowa town. They had to borrow Indiana to do it. Iowa. Uh, anyway, what's your name? Kathy. Yeah, it was rummaging through the never-checked-out books at the Calvin Community Retirement Home when she stumbled upon a treasure, KCCI-TV reported. There, among the other titles, was a leather-bound Bible. Oh, Postman Pat. Printed in 1705 in Shelkershire, Scotland. Interestingly, it was printed illegally without oversight of the church. Oh, no. Contraband Bibles. This one, just something about it. When I open it up, the pages make a noise. When you turn them, it's a little different than a new book. They feel a little different. And the book smells a little different than any other book. Magruder said about the Bible. Contraband Bibles. Perfect. Citizens arrest in Glendale, Wisconsin on November 15th. Police identified a stolen Dodge Durango being driven erratically. TMJ for TV reported. Uh, well, then you didn't identify it. You just, that's, it's driving weird. Officers deployed stop sticks and the Durango crashed into two other cars before all four occupants jumped out and ran away, with one ducking into a portable toilet to hide. As they crossed a golf course, one golfer stepped in to help. Quote, when we realized they were being chased and that kid was in the porta potty, we just made a rash decision to go push the porta potty down, said golfer Adam Westermeyer. The suspect was trapped inside and police were able to arrest him and one other suspect. But the other two got away. And finally, our last story Dateline Dundin, Florida. Dundin? Uh, that rule doesn't apply to me, ladies and gentlemen. It was always Sarah Fazekas' dream to have sex in public, so she did on November 10th. Thus reported the New York Post. 
Fazekas, 55, and Robert Clark, 60, weren't a bit shy about fulfilling her lifelong goal. The police report said the couple were, quote, fully nude on top of one another on a causeway, even as adults and children looked on. One witness said they were, quote, going to town, but Clark, a registered sex offender, told the police he had no remorse and that children should be at home and not at the causeway. He was held on a $50,000 bond. Fazekas was charged with exposing herself. And Clark, too, probably. all for this week's show ladies and gentlemen it feels like it went by really fast for me probably because i didn't have to do all that you know silly reading and expressing myself god that's gross if you enjoyed the show and i hope you did please consider subscribing to it maybe giving us a review a rating all that jive uh, wherever you get your podcasts that'd be pretty great uh, if you would like to check out videos for tunic or Gungrave, or any of the new stuff that's coming up here in the next couple weeks, you can find all that on my website, jasonsgroovemachine.com. You can find me on Twitch for our weekly live streams. That's also Jason's Groove Machine. And you can even find me on YouTube. And would you like to guess what the name there is, too? Come on. Just one one guess, and the first one doesn't count. Perfect. Jason's Groove Machine. You got it. If you would like to financially support the show by kicking in a coffee... That'd be pretty damn appreciated, too. You can visit buymeacoffee.com slash electric left for that. If you all celebrate the, the Thanksgiving holiday, have a good one. Um, if you don't, have a good one anyway. Yeah. I think that's about all I got. I mean, we've said all there needs to be said. Say something once. Why say it again? 